Hey everybody, welcome to the Audience of One podcast, where we live by Colossians 3:23. Whatever you do, do it enthusiastically as something done for the Lord and not for men. Here we talk about life, purpose, and growth, and attempt to practically live our lives focused on pleasing our audience of one, which is God. Enjoy the show and be blessed. everyone welcome back to another episode of the audience of one podcast i'm your host monique Toussaint, and today we are having another installment of the startup as you might recall the startup is something new that i'm doing this season to highlight new and upcoming nonprofits, projects and special ventures that people that i know are doing today we are going to be highlighting danielle oates of advocacy and consulting solutions this is an awesome new nonprofit organization in the Triangle area, and I thought it would be great to highlight her business today. A quick update since we last recorded, Danielle is now accepting new clients, and she is also teaching an IEP, which is Individual Education Plan Workshops, for parents with children who have special needs in August. And this will be a virtual workshop feel free to get connected with her if this is something that you or someone you know could use all right enjoy the show hi danielle welcome to the audience of one podcast how are you i'm doing great good evening good evening thank you for having me you are welcome I am super excited to have my audience be able to listen to you and learn more about your startup process. I'm super thankful that you are willing to come on and share your story and inspire us today. So as we get started, I would really love to know a little bit about who you are. Great. So my name is Danielle Oates. I recently graduated from Cambridge College in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. I am originally a Northerner. I've only been to North Carolina in the last two years. I'm excited about that. Um, I am a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I am a grandmother of two adorable grandchildren. Um, I am first and foremost a Christian. Um, that's very important to me. Um, what else can I say about myself? I'm just here to be wanting to be able to be a vessel and being able, wanting to be used. Amen. I love that. <laughs> so thank you for that background. Can you tell us a little bit more about your career trajectory? What has that looked like for you? So for me, it's kind of like tossing that purse upside down, <laughs> looking for something in your purse and you can't find it. And you got to turn the purse upside down and take everything all out and look for it. Look what's really in there. And you find some things that you didn't really realize that was there, but it's there. So I've had a passion for a very long time. I um, had a fifth grade teacher who called me Attorney Oates. And I guess that was because I was very direct, very stern and very black and white. And that made me proud that she paid so much attention to me and invested in me as a teacher at a young age. So she had brought me like a plastic briefcase and I took what she gave me. She must've saw something in me that said that you're gonna be great. You'd be a great attorney. It's like, mm, what does that mean? 
So I aspired originally to be an attorney. Then I got real realistic with myself. I'm like, that's a lot of school. <laughs> that's a lot of debt. Um, so I, instead of following someone else's dream for me, it led me on the path where I wanted to go, but not quite the path I should follow. So um, I am the middle child of four, four siblings. So they say a lot about middle children is you, you, sometimes you just don't quite have a voice um, or you're overlooked. Um, so I always had a passion to speak and wanted to talk, but um, didn't quite have the esteem to do so. So as I got older, um, I realized that my voice wasn't heard and started speaking up more. Um, it's one of the things that transpired me into the career trajectory that I'm in is um, helping people. So a lot of my background, to be honest with you, started out being in Fortune 500 companies. So, you know, a desk job, nine to five job, working these companies. But as I'm progressing with the company, I'm realizing I'm not sure if I'm quite fitting in here. So I always knew I needed to go back to school, went back to school, got my associate, got my bachelor's in um, criminal justice, got my master's in mental health counseling. By the time I'd gotten to the mental health mental health counseling degree, I realized, hmm, you know, it seems like I'm being reactive to criminal justice instead of being proactive. So I wanted to help the people before they got in trouble. So I really wanted to be a mental health counselor in the school setting, um, but God sets to do something different, to expand beyond just being in a school setting. So uh, I realized being in that Fortune 5, those Fortune 500 companies sitting behind that big black desk that I wanted to be on the other side. I wanted to be able to reach more people. I found out I wasn't really fitting because there's a lot of rules and regulations and bureaucracy and red tape. And as I'm getting older and getting wiser, it just, it's not fitting, it's not working for me. So while I still had that passion in me, um, I realized the path was going in a different direction. I realized as I was coming into my own, I wanted to reach out and be able to help more people. So that led me into this work of advocacy, uh, which started out with, I know we were talking about career trajectory, but it's like it started out personal um, and then it was put on hold. And then now let's come off pause and let's press forward and move forward. So um, I, I had some challenges. I was a single parent. I had a daughter who was going through some challenges in school, felt like the school wasn't helping at all put myself through um, to go to a training in Boston, a Federation of Children of Special Needs, to put myself in training to advocate for my daughter. So while I was doing that, um, I was gaining wisdom and experience. I realized, wow, even though she's getting to the point where she's gone through high school, how can I help and reach someone else? So I really realized my, my goal wasn't just reaching my daughter. It was about how to help other parents. It's not just about me. How to help other parents. So I started a business with doing that, but I never, I didn't finish. And then I got came here to North Carolina. The more I was in this work culture, I was like, mm, I'm really not fitting here. And I realized I wasn't fitting at the table because God didn't want me to fit at the table. He wanted me to create my own table. All right now. <laughs> so I know that um, I've had people around me that said, wow, have said through the years, Oh, you should have your start your own business, start your own business. But I was never interested in that. I was like, no, I just want to collect a check. I don't want to be anyone's boss. I don't want to be in charge of anything. But I want to. I want to um, just take care of me. And now it's connecting to me. And in, in this time, like 
you're not fitting because he doesn't want you to fit. He wants you to come out of the, the cage. He wants you to do what I actually do a while ago and you put on hold. So that voice of advocacy for me is, I've always had a problem watching people being treated wrong um, and not having anyone to speak up for themselves. So that passion in me became, you know, it was personal, but now it's becoming professional. How can I get out there and help other people, right? So that's how my career path kind of started. It started with Fortune 500 companies and it, it ended up being the path that God has wants me to be on, which is to help and support and provide services to other people. I love that story. One piece that I really want you to go back and visit in a second is the fact that you started your vi- your vision and your business, but you stopped. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are not enough people who are really sharing the stories of failure in that mm-hmm. sense. So I would love for you to take us back through that. But before you do that, tell us the name of your business and exactly what you do and the way you serve people right now? So the name of my business is called Advocacy and Consulting Solutions. And the population I mainly serve is domestic violence and sexual assault survivors, um, senior services, mental health support and services. And those those are the main ones. It's mental health, domestic violence and sexual assault and senior services. So those are the main ones. I, I do other things that I'll occasionally have someone call and say, I'm just not getting through to this person and not responding. And sometimes when you send a professional email, it shows you what a professional business that gets people to respond because they don't know what advocacy and consulting is. Let me respond back to this email. So that's the name of the business. I am located in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I reach out to help anyone across. It doesn't just stay on the, the, the borderline of North Carolina because I'm, I'm, I'm coming from Massachusetts. A lot of people that I've known over many, many, many years, is my, the basis is Massachusetts. So it's not even restricted to Massachusetts and North Carolina. I do service um, those who need help, however way that I can support them. And if it's me referring them to someone else that can be able to get them what they need in the state that they're in, I will do that as well. Thank you for sharing that. And listeners, if you have people in your life who you know could really utilize this service, I'm going to link all of her contact information in the show notes. So please make sure that you save that for another day or pass that along so you can be a resource to help others um, who are around you. So Danielle, as I mentioned previously, I would love for you to go take us back to why you stopped the business and when you started initially, was this your same focus or have you pivoted in in any sense? Well, I started back originally just focusing on parent advocacy for children with special needs because that's how I started was through my daughter. Um, But there was a lot going on for me. I was full-time in um, working. I was full-time in school. I was the caregiver for my dad at the time. I still had to manage my daughter who was having some challenges at in school. So I had to put that on. I couldn't quite dive into me without taking care of my daughter, my father, my full-time obligations at work, um, at school. I had a part-time job as a domestic violence and sexual assault counselor. So I had a lot of things on my plate and on my burner. Then it just, it just kind of drifted away and made other things more of a priority based upon what was going on at that time of my life. 
I know you're enjoying this episode, but I want to take a quick pause to let you know how you can support the show. Did you know the audience of one has its very own Patreon account? Patreon is a community where listeners like you can support podcasters like me. By becoming a friend of the show, your monthly contribution will allow me to focus on providing great content and outsource other parts of the podcast. Click on the link in the show notes and head over to patreon.com to support our show. For as little as $3, you will give me the opportunity to fund the show and bring you more of what you love. Looking forward to your support and thank you for listening. Now, back to the show. Okay, thank you so much for sharing that. And I really respect that because I know some people don't take the time that they need to take a step back and to really reestablish themselves. And sometimes people lead themselves to burnout and they never even revisit the vision. So I'm so glad that you took the time that you needed and now you're in a different place and you're ready to really impact the, the world with your business now. Now, it, what, what would be such as a good time is now we're all in a pandemic, right? So we're all going through something. If you, if you said you ain't going through something right now, hmm, I'd have to question that. So that's another reason, part of answering your question, what made me revisit this is because more than ever, people need help. People need services. People need advocacy. People need support. So it was, you know, God is good. God is awesome because it, I would have never thought to start a business <laughs> during a pandemic. So never such a, a, a good time such as right now to do this. So God has been leading me through. I just depend on him for everything and don't look to the left and don't look to the right. Just have faith that if this was really your true calling and my mission, then he's going to see forth to, to see me through it. Amen. What has been something that has surprised you? So I know you started your business during the pandemic. So in 2020, Mm -hmm. since you started the business, what's something that has been surprising? This can be a positive surprise, something that was not so positive. Mm -hmm. What's just different than what you really expected? Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a positive and a negative. Um, A negative I will start off with is everyone's not always in your corner when you're trying to do something positive or creative or something that's going to better yourself. So I've been surprised about the the people that have come forth to support me are not necessarily the people that I thought would. So um, can't let that get me down, can't let that defeat me, but it really was surprising to kind of like, wow, Um, not shocking, but just paying attention to that. But it also gave me the motivation you, who are you doing this for? Are you doing this for people to pat you on the back or to give you accolades or who are you really doing this for? Because if you really believe that, if I really believe that this is God's message and God's calling, that's the only audience that I should be focusing on. I should really be the only audience. So that was a little bit shocking for me, but I've heard it before. I've heard that, that with other people that have businesses. So um, you just move forward with it. I say the positive part of it is being able to meet so many people and so many great opportunities that have come to place into in a short period of time, being able to network. We got to look at, you know, 
the negatives of the pandemic, well, what are the positives? Positives were con I'm connected with people all over the United States and building relationships and rapports um, in, in situations that may not have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic pandemic. So I'm thankful for that. So I think the important part is not to focus on the negative, but look at the positive um, attributes of what I'm experiencing right now. I love that. And one thing that I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about as well is when you started your business, how did you know how to structure it? Because I know some people want to start a business, they have an idea, they know their passion, but the structuring piece, the pricing piece, the kind of logistical piece, mm -hmm. they freeze at and or maybe second guess themselves so many times. So how did you have the bonus or the, I guess the foresight to know this is what I want to do and this is how I want to do it? Well, being in Fortune 500 companies, you can't be there for that amount of time without learning something. I hope you walk away from any company that you're at that you've learned, learned something. Either you learned how to do something, how not to do something, or you learned how to do something better. So um, for me, my, one of my characteristics, I'm very analytical about things. So because of my personal um, trait and characteristic being analytical, I do research. So I didn't just jump right in. I kind of looked at... Um, at the area, look what other, what other people were suggesting, what they were saying, how they got started, what are the steps in the state that I live in, um, are there any licensings that that need to take place? So a lot of for me was already innate in me that I, because I'm coming from a school background, become a, coming from a Fortune 500 background and an analytical background, some of those skills that skill set was already there. Um, and I knew it wasn't anything I because of how I am very conservative. I don't like to just jump into things. Um, so it, a lot of that was just doing the research, talking to different people. I've had people um, in the family that subconsciously I saw how they ran a business. So I had an idea of what I wanted to do. A um, little bit for me was I wanted to make sure doing it this time that I didn't think more highly of myself than I should. Like, I didn't want to think that, oh, I don't fit in at this company. I'm better than Fortune 500 companies. I've got my degrees. I don't need to work. It wasn't that for me. If anything, my thing was, I don't have a problem working for anyone. I just need to be able to be proud of who I'm following and who's leading me. So I can't, I, right now, what's changing in me is I have to believe in the company that I'm working for. It has to make sense. You know, right now, being a mental health counselor, I have to be able to help people. I, you know, for me, I can't be at a company where it's about money. It's about how many calls you're taking. I can't, it can't be about, well, you only have 30 minutes on this phone call to heal somebody or 30 minutes face-to-face -face with this person before you go on to the next because I need you to hit 40 people today. So that no longer fits for, for me. I, I, I don't want to be doing something full-time where I'm in this box, in this cookie-cutter form that I'm only restricted to these boundaries. It doesn't say I want to break any rules, but I want to be able to because we're, none of us are cookie-cutters. We're all different and unique. So we can't have that same mentality of serving people in the same way. Someone's gonna need, people are gonna be needing different things at different times for different reasons. So for me, um, I think watching and observing, taking it all in and still being humble, 
Uh, you got to be remain teachable. You have to remain teachable. So I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow. More important, I'm here to serve people. What can I do to help my community? What can I do to help the neighbor? What can I help to do help with that parent who's frustrated with virtual learning? What can I help to do with a first responder who's going through anxiety and depression battling things? This is what my passion is. And this is why I wanted to be able to do this work and why it's important. I love that. And I would love for you to speak to the person who is really getting fired up and excited about starting a business or really running with an idea, but they go to Google and they see someone else is already doing something similar and they feel like, well, why, why, why should I start my business? What, what advice do you have for them? So I've always had this, it's so interesting talking about this because now all these memories are flooding, flooding my mind. I guess I always knew somewhat when you asked me that question, it was always, uh, is there ever an opportunity to run in a business? What would you do? And I've always said, if I ever started a business, offer the, the population or the community or whoever you serve in something different that the others are not offering. What's going to make them draw to you? Even my website page, I tried to be as authentic as possible because I don't want to attract somebody that is not me. I want you to be able to read the website and said, that's a person I would wouldn't mind getting counseling from. That's a person I want to speak to my aunt who's going through a domestic violence situation. That's the person I want to come to bat with me if I have to go into court for um, domestic violence. That's the person I want to talk to my dad who's going through dementia, is not listening to me and I need to fill forms. I want you to be able to feel like um, you can talk to me and be as authentic as possible. So I can't I have to represent who I am at all times, whether it be through a website or whether um, in person, because that's the person you're going to get. So a lot of times um, being direct, it, it could be it could be misunderstood, but I think with your, when you're dealing with domestic violence and sexual assault, you definitely want compassion, but you want someone to feel that they're on your side. When you're dealing with senior services and you're trying to get Medicaid or Medicare or getting some type of service, you want someone to be able to get the job done with mental health. You don't want someone not telling you, okay, I think you should get tested for X, Y, Z, or I think this is what's going on. You don't, you want truth. You want truth and you want to feel like you're going to get support and you want to make sure that the person is, that they feel safe talking to you and sharing with you. Because if you're not, for me to be in this field and not be able to reach a person, um, and then I have to take a step back for myself. Why am I not able to reach the person that's coming to me, that's drawn to me from whatever reason, whether it be this podcast, whether it be through a website or on a street one-on-one, I want to be able to help and support. So it's really important for me to gain your um trust. So going back to your original question is don't give up. You don't go on a Google and see that, oh, okay, there's 50 advocacy companies. Why would they want to, I'll be 51. What's the purpose and the value? Well, I don't know. What is your purpose and value? What's going to make you stand out that they want to choose you at 51 and not the one through 50 that they saw prior? So that's really for that individual to figure that out. What is it that you want to bring to the table that you want to offer that they may not get from another service provider? That makes so much sense. Thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared about your business. I definitely know that advocacy is definitely a a gift of yours because I could just uh, hear it, the energy that you 
that you have in your voice. And I know that if I was ever in a bind, that you definitely could be somebody that could stand up for me. So I'm so thankful that you have this platform and that you're going forth with what God called you to do to start this business. And I'm looking forward to just seeing how your business grows over time because you're just getting started um, with this new relaunch. So I'm excited to see how God is going to continue to unfold it. Thank you. I'm excited as well. At the end of every show, we love to leave our listeners with an affirmation and a scripture for the day. So can you share what you have for us? So I have scripture and it's funny. I was trying to be something extravagant and say something. I'm like, no, stick to what you know, Danielle. So what has gotten me through um, word by word, sentence by sentence is Proverbs. Proverbs 5. And this is. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. And that has been my go-to for several years now, as much as I want to other scriptures that stand out, but I think it's um, something to talk to talk about in regards to this podcast, trust him and seek him and gain his understanding, not your own understanding. And he's going to tell you which path to go on. He's going to direct you where you need to go. So that's why that scripture is important to me. And then as far as affirmation, um, I will say that is so important because that's what I've been focusing on since the new year started is positive affirmations what you think is what you feel and what you say is who you are. So it's important to stay positive. You, you breathe what you, what you say, and what you think it, you're, you're causing to, that for that energy and that spirit to come into existence. So I will say, as far as affirmations, looking in that mirror, looking at yourself and being able to say, for me, I am driven for me. I am motivated for me. I am worthy. For me, I am chosen. That is, that's, that's so beautiful. I love that that scripture, Proverbs 3 and 5 is always needed because it's so easy to start trusting in ourselves, trusting in our abilities, but knowing that it is God that we need to lean on and trust in at all times. And I love how in your affirmation, you said, for me, I am driven for me, I am motivated. I love that and making that so personal to ourselves and really getting us in the right mindset every day. I love that. That's amazing. I am going to close us out now and then I'll leave you the opportunity to share your website and your socials. And of course, I'll link all of that in the show notes as well. And then we will wrap it on up. So dear Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with Danielle today. God, I ask that you bless her, her business and um, connect her with individuals who are in need. And God, I pray that the impact that she is going to be able to make is just unthinkable right now. I know that you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And God, we just speak that over her business in Jesus name. Amen. All right, Danielle, can you share your social media handles with everybody? So to reach me first off, my phone number is area code 919 
670-0304. My website is advocacyconsultingsolutions.com. My Facebook page is Advocacy Consulting Solutions. Instagram is underscore advocacy underscore consulting underscore solutions. My Twitter page is at advocacy underscore ACS. And my LinkedIn is advocacy consulting solutions. Thank you so much. And Danielle, this has been a treat, a real motivation for all of us to really be able to um, take your story, one that wasn't a very a, a linear path to where you are now, but all of the twists and turns and ups, ups and downs have led you to this moment. And we're so thankful that we can use your story and be inspired and be motivated to pursue our story. So God bless you. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Monique. Thank you everyone for listening. Most importantly, trust God. <laughs> Amen. I hope you love this week's episode of the audience of one podcast. Please subscribe to our show and leave us a five-star rating. I would also love if you would share a screenshot of this week's episode on your social media feed so other people can find the show. Until next time, remember, you're doing what you're doing to please God and God only. He's your audience of one. Bye.